What's happening, everybody? Welcome inside an all-new episode of the Talk and Audio podcast. Give us a follow on social media at Talk and Audio. Make sure you are subscribed wherever you're hearing us right now. Oh, it's a good day in the studio. Uh, our friend just walked in with piles of of beer. I always give Bunda shit for bringing beer. Uh, going to throw an elbow here and tell him he's going to have to step it up a little. Our friend Angela Thompson from the Lake of Bays Brewing Company is here. What's happening? Uh, everything. It's great. It's still warm outside and lots of sports on. So this is my favorite time of the year. Love it. Yeah. How's your back? You just carried a lot of beer in here. Everything okay? <laughs> yeah, no, I'll stretch it out. I'll do some yoga after. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I have to start working out again. You know? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody takes it easy over the summer a little bit. You have to kind of get back to real life now, right? It's, yeah. uh, I should tell everybody that you walked in here. Uh, we, we, we've got coming up on the show, uh, at some point here over the next couple of weeks, Zach McGibbon, um, and uh, he had mentioned, and I, I mentioned it since then on the show, that he's not really a beer guy. He doesn't, uh, he doesn't go in for the alcohol, which is fine. But you were thoughtful enough, having heard that, you've brought some uh, non-alcoholic stuff for when we get him on the show. You've also brought a, a gift bag for me from having missed my birthday there a couple of months ago. so bad. Um, and it was full. It's got beer. It's got clothes. It's got stuff I can decorate the studio with. You've come loaded down here. And then stuff that uh, we're going to sample as well. Uh, we don't get this a lot in studio. We don't get this kind of, uh, I don't know, this kind of, these gifts, whatever you want to call it. Uh, if you're trying to buy your way onto the show, you're doing a great job of it. You can come back whenever you want. <laughs> okay, perfect, perfect. That's what I was hoping. I was hoping. Yeah. So, good. Well, and, and so you've brought all kinds of stuff here, but uh, we are about at that time of year where we start to change what kind of beers are appearing, right? It's And, and when we change seasons, we change seasonals. We're going to get to a few different things here. But uh, I'm going to start with this pumpkin beer that you have brought from the Lake of Bays Brewing Company. Uh, what can you tell me about this one? Uh, so it's really good. It's not overly pumpkin-y, which is, which is what I like because I'm not a big pumpkin fan. Don't like pumpkin pie, pumpkin spice. But this is good. So it has caramel nutmeg. It kind of mm-hmm. overpowers that pumpkin. You still get that pumpkin. But yep. um, but so, for sure you get that nut- nutmeg right off the hop kind of oh, mixed yeah. in there too. It's nice. It is so good. Yeah. It is as soon as it gets cooler, I think. But it's flying at the LCBOs. We got it in, in like August. Okay. And it's flying right now, even though it's still very warm out. Yeah. Uh, so we're super excited. We've been doing this. You know, not every brewery does it. I think there's about nine or ten. Mm-hmm. And I think we're like almost t- in the top two of oh, wow. pumpkin ales uh, or pumpkin beers. Yeah. Um, other ones do like porters or, or kind of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's been our staple for a very long time. We changed up the can this year. So a little bit more fall, less Halloween-y. Sure. Um, because it still sells. I know a lot of people don't drink it after October 31st at midnight. Um, but as you go up to American Thanksgiving, like people here, I mean, you're a huge football fan. Oh, yeah. So am I. Yeah. So I'm still kind of in that, you know, Thanksgiving until after American Thanksgiving. Yeah, so and that's still, still fall, really right? Like it's still – and so, yeah, like you said, if you can kind of put the art on it that suggests – this is still fine after Halloween and, and kind of later into the season. It makes sense, right? Yeah, no, but it's a good one for watching. Uh, I was listening to the show that you put up uh, Monday morning, and I was like, ah, yeah, bonfire, scary movies. Yep. It's pumpkin time. <laughs> no, for sure it is. It's that time of year. So um, you've brought a couple seasonals here that we're going to try and uh, or that I'm going to work through here a little bit. Uh, but before we actually talk about the, the a little bit more about the beers, what did you do with your last season? How was your summer? I think you were in here last when we were switching into those those summer beers. It was probably the last time you were in here. Uh, how was the summer? Oh, it was so good. I 
I'm sad that it's getting cooler. I love the heat. I love sitting by my pool, you know, bringing the TV outside, watching nice. sports. Nice, yes. Um, but, you know, I do like as we get into October, you know, lots of sports on. Yep. Um, so kind of just laid low, you know, did some things around Ottawa. Mm-hmm. But I got to go to New York City. Nice, uh, I right. have a friend that lives there. And I got to go to a Mets game. So, okay. Yeah. The horribly was, disappointing I, Mets this year. I, uh, yeah, I know. A beautiful stadium, though. Yeah, uh, I've never been to that one. I went to Shea just before it closed uh, back in, I don't know, like 07, 08. Went on a trip down to New York, saw old Yankee Stadium and Shea Stadium before the two of them were uh, were torn down. I haven't been to either of the new ones, though, yet. So Yankee Stadium I went last time. Uh, I visited my friend, so I got to see old Yankee Stadium, I did the tour, and the next time I was down, I went to new Yankee Stadium. And uh, yeah, so this is, uh, it was pretty cool. They have that huge, huge screen. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, like 20,000 square feet. It's, <laughs> it's huge. And honestly, that is for like who's up to bat, but the pitching defense screen is like the size of the Blue Jays' regular <laughs> screen. Like it's, it's unreal. Beautiful stadium. Um, you get off at the same spot, so you take the subway to Penn Station, then you have mm-hmm. to take a train over to Queens. Okay. And then, so they're like, oh, keep your ticket. Security's going to, I'm like, security? Like, when you get off. But it's at the same stop as the U.S. Open. Oh, yeah. So Flushing Meadows. Meadows. Yeah. So when you get up, you can go right to um, uh, the U.S. Open, or you can go left and walk down to, to City Field. So mm-hmm. it's actually pretty cool. You could hear the roars of the crowd, like, from that stop. Yeah. Uh, the game was great. We walked in, and the Mets had hit a 300 home run. They were playing the Mariners, so I was like, okay, go Mets, because yeah. <laughs> I really don't, you know, trying to get the Blue Jays 100%, in hundred percent, yeah. Uh, a very exciting game. I mean, the Mets lost, but it was very close, very entertaining. Um, the train... I was late getting to the train, so there was corduroy hat giveaway, and I will, <laughs> I will hate myself forever for not getting a corduroy hat. <laughs> but uh, I bought a snapback, so that's that's okay. But uh, yeah, so just kind of. Uh, did you say you did a tour, or was that last time? Uh, I did a tour of Yankee Stadium. Okay, the new uh, one or the old one? I did a tour of the old one, okay. and then the following year I went to a game at the new one. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, so I've been to both. Um, I did a tour like when I was down there, same thing. We were part of a tour group. We were going all over, seeing different baseball shit all over New York State and whatever. Oh, so, so we went. So awesome. It was. It was great. And we're touring uh, Yankee Stadium, and the new Yankee Stadium at that point is under construction, but it isn't ready yet. And so the, the guy who works at Yankee Stadium, who's given us the tour around, he's got that thick New York accent and everything about it. And, uh, someone's asking him a question, um, said, uh, you know, we see that the, the Mets are going to name their new stadium City Field and it's Citibank who's paid the sponsorship and whatever. He said, well, Yankee Stadium have a corporate name. He goes, fuck that. <laughs> this is the Yankees. We don't pull that shit. <laughs> okay. So, classic New York, yeah. man. We were there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not surprised that they said that. <laughs> no. No, for sure. Nice family tour. This guy's swearing at us. For <laughs> it was a good time, though. Like, we were down there. We When we emptied out, um, you walking through the Bronx back to wherever parking lot our bus was parked in. And there's like bars open that are like behind garage doors. Like they just kind of spill out onto the parking lot. And so, um, as we were walking through there, the first couple of guys, it was a group, I think his name was Floyd. That's a guy on our tour who liked to have a drink or two here and there. And, uh, sounds like a Floyd thing. Yeah. We <laughs> liked Floyd a lot. And so Floyd and his brother walked in and he, they told whatever guy from our tour that was working with them or walking with them 
stay here at the door. And when you see members of our tour who are all supposed to flood past down this street to get to where our bus was, just tell them Floyd says, come in, come in and have a beer. It was the last night of the tour, all this stuff. And so now security who's working there, who are trying to do business for the bar are just saying to literally anyone who walks by, cause they don't know Floyd says, come in, come on in. Beers are on Floyd. <laughs> So we got to like That's all these amazing. total strangers just flowing in with us going, who's Floyd? Where's Floyd? <laughs> it's a fun night in New York City. <laughs> Floyd's tab was a little larger, I think, than he expected at the end of the night, though. Uh, uh, probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, yeah. New York is uh, full of uh, full of cool people, surprises. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was so hot. It was Labor Day weekend Oof, and it was so it was, it was so hot here and yeah. it's like 10 times hotter there. <laughs> and uh, I think the first day I walked 13 miles and oh. uh, I I don't know because I would never do that on like in a week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so doing Central Park. Right. Um, only got halfway through. It's so huge. And then, yeah, it was just uh, kind of cool to kind of see new things. I'd never been to... Queens, so uh, yeah. I have two more boroughs. I have uh, Brooklyn and Staten Island. Which well, you I could was... see like an Islanders game in Brooklyn or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hoping, hoping, yeah. yeah so. We did uh, Staten Island on the same tour. It was a, I can't remember, maybe a double A game, maybe even a single A game. Yeah. And it was just like single a down. A probably. Yeah, and yeah. it was just a down night on the tour. So they took us to this single A game and um, right behind the right field wall was this patio. And so they sort of had rented out that area, these picnic tables, and everybody just sat there, you know, kind of with something to do on a night, watched some minor league ball in this nice little ballpark on Staten Island and got to take the ferry over, get a feel for what that was all about, right? And then uh, have dinner and a couple of beers out there. It was a pretty cool little, uh, cool little trip, but I haven't been yet to to Brooklyn either. Uh, Obviously, I've done uh, Manhattan quickly as part of the tour. We weren't there long. And then uh, the Bronx... Uh, and then obviously, yeah, Queens for the, the Mets game as well, but it was all about the baseball. Like they tried as much as they could. We'll give you an hour here to go look around, but like we didn't spend enough time, you know, they were bouncing us up to the baseball hall of fame, which was like a four hour drive. So then you're back and all over the place. Like we didn't have a lot of time to just explore New York city. So if I was to go back, maybe do something like that, right. And just more of a walking at my own pace, see what I want to see kind of thing. Yeah, I I think the best thing to do um, is get that hop-on, hop-off tour. And yeah. I would never say that anywhere else. No. But it gets you around. I mean, the subway is so easy to use, mm-hmm. but it literally takes you to all the spots. And then you can go to Brooklyn on one of the tours. I mean, they have different levels, different yeah. prices. Um, but you literally get to see all the main stuff in like a day. Like I've been there, I don't know, eight, nine times. And I still haven't seen, I haven't seen probably half of what, because there's so many cool things. Have you been to anything at MSG? uh, No, I have not. No. That's on my list too. Like a rock. I don't really care, but like if the Leafs were there or something, go see a Rangers game, like that'd be fine. But I think I'd rather see like a rock concert. I think it would be amazing. Yeah. 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 The only time I've been to MSG is because, um, a Penn Station. So when you right, get, yes. it's, it's like I saw it. Uh, sure, yeah. <laughs> there's a concert going on. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, I, I wouldn't mind actually seeing uh, a concert or a Rangers game. I might go down on Christmas because I've only been there in the summer mm-hmm. and I want to see like the big tree and go skating and, and stuff like that. So. My mom and my sister went just before Christmas one year and said like, 
it's nuts trying to get anywhere near the rink, oh, right? Yeah. Like at that yeah. time of year, like you, you got to want it bad. You got to have your elbows up kind of thing trying to get anywhere near it. So Hey, I'm the person to do that. There you like go. I will take no prisoners. <laughs> I'll just be like, get out of my way. Yeah. <laughs> and then did you see any of the US Open? Did you bother with that? Are you a tennis it, person? I or? am, yeah. but it's so expensive yeah. to go. And right. then it's so funny because people getting off, um, uh, getting the train back, there were like kids there. We looked at t- tickets. They were like four hundred dollars, and I'm like, and then you see like families, and it's so funny because we got off at Penn Station. And we were going downtown because mm-hmm. um, that's where my friend lives, right? Um, and not one person from the U.S. Open was going back that way. They're all going uptown, sure. so they're on the Upper West Side, Upper East Side. So I'm like, aha, that's why. Got this that's, figured out. <laughs> yeah, we love to. It was kind of cool just to kind of see, like, the opening of it or, like, the walk-in part and just hear that you can hear the screams and the roaring and yeah. the cheering because it's, like, quiet. And then all of a sudden, like, right. everybody cheers. So you just yeah. There's that free. etiquette at tennis, right? Well, the ball's in play. Everybody sort of sits quietly. But as soon as there's a point, the whole thing erupts. It's... And you could hear it like, at, like almost as if you felt like it was crazy. So <laughs> yeah, no, it was a really good time. Um, can't wait to go back. Uh, but I got one more off the list of uh, baseball stadiums. I think I'm at ten. Oh, wow. 10 or 11. Yeah. Um, but talking about minor league parks, like my favorite, I've probably seen like 20 or 30 of them. I love going down because everyone has something special yeah. about it. And I it's all more having... unique to your specific little town. It's not as corporate as all the MLB parks, right? There's some, and they it's... can do like uh, Bowie, Maryland has like a, um, a Marigold Round. Uh, yeah. Reading, Pennsylvania has the Reading Railroad that goes out, out around outfield. Yeah. Like there's just so many cool things. And it's like the whole town. I think we talked talked about this before but the whole town just goes that's what they do yeah and they love their ball and they're always so so nice because yeah, they hear my it, accent it no, and then yeah. they're like oh, oh you're not from, you're canadian you like baseball i'm like i love baseball anybody give you shit while you were in new york for sending all that smoke down there that we did to them earlier in the summer <laughs> no 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 i kept uh i was with uh a canadian that like from here he lives yeah. there now um, but yeah, no, no, I didn't, uh, I didn't get anything. Honestly, everyone I meet down there is so nice. I remember we went to his, uh, like hangout, uh, it's called Westside Tavern and they brought blue in just for him. And I probably drank, I don't even know. And I'm like, I don't think up to this point I drank this much combined of blue. Right. And, uh, I was like, oh, it tasted good. I don't. I like. I don't know. It's so funny, eh? When you're there's something novel about drinking Canadian beer outside Canada for whatever reason, right? Like it, um, they didn't really have craft beer there, but you know, had a lot of craft beer. Had it at the stadium. Um, lots of good stuff in Long Island. Um, breweries, like it was cool. I probably tried like four or five different craft beers, nice. and all of them are really good. Yeah. So yeah, it was, I, uh, I've told this story on the pod before. I can't remember how long ago. So the good listeners is going to have to to stick with me here while I tell it to you. <laughs> when I was down in New York, like I said, this bus tour was a Yankees game, a Mets game, and it was the year that uh, that Cal Ripken Jr. was going into the Hall of Fame. Okay. And uh, so they took us up to Cooperstown. And I can't remember if it was the night of the Hall of Fame or the night before the Hall of Fame, but we are sitting in this bar in, I think we're in Albany, my upstate New York Geography's failing me. I can't remember if it was Albany or Syracuse, whichever one's closer to Cooperstown. So we're sitting in this hotel bar and... Uh, the guy, one of the guys on the tour had said to my friend and I who were down there, 
you know, just asking about Canadian beer. We always hear about Canadian beer. Like if you were at home and this is before I had stumbled into craft beer, we had just graduated college. It was a graduation present from, from our parents. And, uh, I said, if you were at home, what would you be drinking? I said, Canadian. He goes, yeah, yeah, I get it. Like Canadian beer, but like what kind? I'm like, <laughs> no, it's, it's called Molson Canadian. And he's like, oh, well, that's interesting. And I said, yeah, it's just a lager. It's whatever. And so we get to this hotel in, in Albany and he goes up and I guess it's because we're close to the border. I don't know. He comes back and he's like, I got this round and he's bought us and him a Molson export. And oh. he's just recognized the Molson. So we have one of those because he's being a nice guy. He's bought us a round of beer, but I don't love Molson export. And he goes back to the bar. Don't blame me. Yeah. <laughs> he goes back to the bar and he comes back with another round of these Molson exports. And now you play it off like you're just being polite. Like, I'll get the next round. I'll go up and get it. But really, I just want him to stop bringing me fucking Molson X. <laughs> And so I came back with whatever, Miller or whatever the hell else they had there. And he goes, I thought, what? I thought this was what, you, you know, I thought you'd be excited to see Molson down here. I said, all right, if you're going to make me explain this, I said, Molson Canadian is the stuff we keep for ourselves. Molson export is the shit we send out of the country to you people. <laughs> <laughs> Stop bringing me that. <laughs> That's me. Yeah. So uh, he laughed like hell anyway. And uh, it was, it was kind of cool. Uh, uh, it was maybe the second night of the tour. Everyone's still trying to figure out what type of group this is. It's a big coach bus we're driving around with. And we still don't really, it's like some people are there with families. There's a couple seniors. There's some single guys. There's some other people. And so my friend and I, we walked when we were in Cooperstown. It felt like 12 blocks in 38 degree weather. I can't even remember. To find this one convenience store that had beer. We each bought 24 Bud and we walked back to the bus. We're getting on and we're trying to stow it in the overhead thing and whatever. <laughs> and before the bus pulls away, one of the guys at the back of the bus stands up and goes, all right, I know everybody's been wondering the exact same thing for the last two days. It would, uh, or I know everybody's wanted the same thing for the last two days. It would, of course, be the Canadians who found it. Where'd you get the fucking beer? <laughs> <laughs> so we told um, this store and so the bus drove down there, stopped on the way back to the hotel and everyone who wanted beer kind of filed off and went it. And now you're sort of able to see, okay, who's getting back on with just like two beers? Who bought a case? Like you're sort of feeling out who's here to party a little bit and who's here for just kind of a calm. And the bus, the seating started to shuffle a little bit, right? Like you're sitting with people who are looking to to throw down a few. Like So that was the icebreaker on the tour. Was <laughs> You're like, where are the cool people? Right, okay, you have a case. <laughs> I'm not sure about you. Yeah. Okay. The guy in the sandals and black socks just bought himself one tall boy. He's probably not going to be around all night. <laughs> no, no, I, no. I wouldn't think so. No. no, so it, no. It's a blast. It's such a fun city to visit. I would like, like I said, to go back on a little less of a schedule and just sort of feel it out, right? It's, oh, yeah. yeah. Like you, like I said, a weekend is, it's hard to, to get to everything. There's, you know, you go to a restaurant, and even my friend will say, like, oh, I don't know. Like, they close and open so often. He's like, I just walk five minutes until I find something. See He's, something? <laughs> he lives in Greenwich Village. So, oh, nice. Yeah, so I drove in um, and went through the Holland Tunnel and then went – to find parking and it's NYU move in, like move in week. Oh no. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
And since COVID, they have um, these patios on the street now. Well, the streets weren't really wide to begin with. No. So I'm trying to drive around, and then I find this one parking spot. And people put pylons, and then they'll come <laughs> back, park their car, move the pylon, and yeah. put the pylon on top of their car. And then they move away. That's what they do. But this <laughs> it's I don't know. This guy kind of moved it. He had a shop in front. He kind of moved it back, and I had my own little spot. Nice. And the car was there uh, all weekend. Not a scratch, not a touch, not anything. So That is so hilarious to me. Like, there's no chance that I wouldn't just run over your stupid par- pylon and park wherever I want. Like, and I, I, that's New York City, right? <laughs> I saw a few cars with pylons on top of them, okay. and that's what they do. Yeah. Like, some people are like, oh, I can't park there. There's pylons. Yeah. And, or there's a reason. Those or are people who politely live in a society, <laughs> and then there's animals like me that are just like, whatever, I'm parking here. <laughs> but you have to read the signs, because every yeah. street, there's like three different signs and different parking, but I found the one spot that worked and it was like a four minute walk and it was perfect so. when we were down there i think it was 07 so it's been a minute but i remember they kept all over the place with these signs and i think they said uh the phrase with no idling right like yep. because and our bus we would keep getting off to go and visit i think we went up uh not the empire state building the other one uh rockefeller yes and when we walked back to our bus you know, the drivers having to open and the bus would be a thousand degrees because he wasn't able to fire it up early and f- with the air conditioning or whatever. And you were just like, I totally understand this law. This all makes great sense to me, but man, it sucks, right? Like, cause I don't think I've ever seen a no idling sign here in Ottawa, or at least not at the time, right? In 07, it was just New York was, I guess, just given off enough toxic clouds. <laughs> they had to shut down some engines here and there. Yeah, I mean, they have so many tour buses and and taxis and mm-hmm. and things like that. The pollution is well, it's it wasn't bad when I was there because I I thought it'd be a little bit more smoggy, but it was fine considering how hot it was. The sky wasn't orange anymore. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't orange. Yeah. Um, but every night's garbage night because they don't have anywhere yes. to put it, right? So that's True, kinda, yeah. It, yeah, it kind of throws you for a loop. But yeah, I've seen bathtub out there one of the times <laughs> I went down. I'm pretty sure I have a picture of me in it, which is probably. <laughs> Probably That's having a good time on vacation. <laughs> yeah, right? that was That's... that was definitely on the way home. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> I'm gonna move into this next one here. What else have uh, you brought me to here today? So uh, the the second one is uh, downtime. So it's a GCIPA. So it has orange, clementine, uh, mango notes, but it also has watermelon uh, and strawberry finish. So okay, really good. So kind of a higher IBU. Um, I would think so. There's a lot happening there. But lower ABV, so it's only 3.5%, which is uh, good. Uh, This one's crushable. Like, I'm telling you, it's uh, become one of my favorites. So let's uh, let's Let's get get into it. it. So you can smell it right away. For sure. Fruity. Oh, yeah. Maybe citrusy is a better word. Yes. Yes. Lots of citrus in it. But this one, at 3.5%, this is one of those ones you take when you want to have like six or eight while you're hanging out at a barbecue or something, or yes. the weather's still kind of nice, right? Like, this is a very nice. It's probably being tamed a little by the fact that I still have some pumpkin and <laughs> nutmeg on the, on the palate, <laughs> but really good. Is this new? Yes. So, uh, yeah. So, it just went live at the LCBO uh, a few weeks ago. Okay. Um, you know, it'll be a three-month seasonal at the LCBO. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but yeah, it's delicious. Like it's, uh, you know, kind of hazy in appearance. If we had glasses, we could see it. Right. Sorry. Um, but no, you know what? I like, no, I'm a drink out of the can. Yeah, no, same here. I, so just, uh, I know it's a little, unless it's on draft, obviously, but, sure. uh, if I'm drinking can, I very rarely no, put it when I come glass. in here, it's, <laughs> I, I could get glasses if people want to put up a fight, but mostly it's just crack and go. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're just. Well, there's wires all over the place. I don't even be pouring things. Right? <laughs> like it's, there's a lot happening here. And then you have to wash it. It comes in its True. own container. Yeah. Like, you're fine. Yeah. Uh, yes. What, what'd you say this one was called? Uh, downtime. Downtime. Yeah, like so, that. you know, just take a minute for yourself when you have some downtime. Yeah. Uh, drink uh, one or four of these. And, sure. Uh, yeah, so it's a East Coast-style IPA. Right. And is there – like, I know Lake of Bays does this seasonal thing. They have a fairly steady rotation. Does this have roots reaching back into something from a previous year, or is this an all-new recipe? Like, what? What's is there a story kind of here? Uh, I, I don't. I don't think not really. Uh, there's a story on the other one, but um, they just kind of we'll get there. Uh, yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> the next one you'll 100 percent love. That's why uh, I'm saving it to the end. Yeah, that's. I knew you were doing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so they just kind of. Uh, you know, obviously, it, it comes from other ones that they've done kind of ideas. But uh, this one, I think, is a standalone okay. um, that, uh, you know, it's just something, A, to get into the LCBO, but something also that's different. So East Coast style IPAs, mm-hmm. not a ton of them and not a ton that have a lower ABV. I was just going to say, IBUs. like, that's, that yeah. part sort of stands out a little, right? Is the lower alcohol, but higher yeah. flavor or whatever you'd want to call it. Yeah, right? so a little bit more bitter, but yeah, no, it's, uh, I honestly, before I got it, I was like, oh, I looked at it, I'm more of a lower, and this is amazing. Like, I, <laughs> sure. I surprised myself. It is, this still, this is going to sound condescending, it's not meant to, but at 3.5%, this still tastes like beer, which sometimes right? it doesn't, right? When you crank down the alcohol a little, but this is still got a ton of body, ton of flavor. It's so good. Love, love, love it. I am so excited. I am uh, definitely uh, going to get lots of samples of this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I'm giving them out to lots of people <laughs> that are drinking with me. Right. Still, I'm still getting people yeah, in. coming over so. for football on Sunday yes, or whatever's exactly. going on. Yes, I'm yes. sampling the everyman. It's, uh... I love people walk over, come over to my house, watch football, and then they're like, oh, my God, because there's beer everywhere. Yes. I'm like, but you can't have it. That's not... <laughs> You these, have, like, these are not my beers. Lotman. These are business beers. These are business beers. Your beers are in the fridge. Yeah. I know it looks tempting, but... Uh, I have the same issue here. Like, I have two fridges out there. One is normally... Well, I shouldn't even say normally. It's a, it's a, uh, built for a keg, but I don't always have a keg. Like, I live oh. alone, so yeah. <laughs> if I'm going to have a ton of people through, you know, I'll put a keg on if I'm expecting it to be kind of a slower whatever. I, I don't, and then I can use that fridge to kind of stow away... These are beers I'm saving for the show. And if you have company, they're like, what's in that one? Like, nothing, nothing. That's not for you. Like, <laughs> go to the other fridge. You're not allowed in that one. Because <laughs> I know some people are just here to crush six or eight of something while we watch the hockey game or the fights or whatever. I'm like, no, those those aren't those beers. So. Those are business beers. Right. Okay? Exactly. Like, those I'm are trying sh- to run something here. I, I like to call them show beers. It makes them sound very prissy, right? Like, oh. a, sh- like a show dog. Right? <laughs> like, <laughs> I like that. These are like show beers. Show beer. <laughs> so when I come here now... I'm going to bring you show beers. Yes, of course. Oh, see? And I might even let you, I might even give you the the combination for the lock that gets into that fridge. Oh. <laughs> like, we'll let you take a look around. Oh, 
I like it. I like it. Have you been up to uh, the brewery? Back to uh, I know they're sort of in the, in the Muskoka area. Have you been up there lately? What's what else is new around uh, Lake of Bays? Um, so I was up there actually May and June, two weeks in a row, um, because I was doing the uh, Prudhomme. Um, Beer certificate, so level one. So I just got to drink beer. Uh, so what is that for those of us who don't know? Okay, yeah. so it's just there's four four different levels to become like a sommelier beer. Oh, okay. Um, so the first one is just like the history, uh, you know, how it's made. Uh, What's the title? It, yeah, it's called Prudhomme. Uh, Prudhomme? Prudhomme, like okay. P-R-U-D apostrophe H-O-M-M-E. Okay. Uh, it's actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So this one guy goes around, it's his business. So he'll go to restaurants, breweries. Uh, he goes all around Podcast Ontario. Podcast studios. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Maybe he comes up to Ottawa. I think I was his favorite student. So okay. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Get him up here. Yeah, no. We'll get uh, all our regular co-hosts I, in here. We'll learn something about <laughs> the shit we're drinking every week. <laughs> Uh, I was either his favorite or his uh, least favorite. Okay. We're not. We're not quite sure. Not a lot of gray area uh, in the middle. Well, you know, it's hard to sit there for six hours mm-hmm. and, not, and not be myself. So, uh, <laughs> you know, like everything. Uh, yeah, yeah, I just kind of okay. made fun of it and uh, try to make people laugh. Right. Um, but yeah. So, and then we did like food pairings on our lot. So I did. It was two weeks in a row. So I was up for a few days and we had a staff party. And actually, going up next week. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, Monday. To Wednesday, but we're going to a resort in Gravenhurst. So it's kind of like our offsite, like team building. Um, we went to one last year. It's called uh, the Muskoka Beer Spot. I think we talked about you this. You did bring this up. It sounded like heaven on earth. It is. It's like a mini Le Nordique, but there's beer everywhere. So uh, it has like cabins with yeah, taps. Yeah, ca- with taps. Uh, oh yeah. So that was dangerous, uh, <laughs> yet fun. Um, can I get an early check-in? <laughs> yes. And can I get a late check-out? Late. late. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's a pretty cool spot. Uh, yeah, we're going to a resort in Gravenhurst. Uh, so we'll be there for three days. And then there's a kickoff to fall uh, party at the... Well, and is that one just like, is it team bonding or is this more studying for level two of the Prudo? Like what, what's happening? Um, so level two, I think I'm doing in the spring. Okay. No, this is just like the sales team. So the inside sales and the field team getting together because right. we're all over everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Uh, you know, the uh, brewmaster will be there, the head brewer, and yep. he will uh, take us through some stuff that's coming up and uh just lots of drinking beer and talking about sales and, you know, just kind of getting together too. And then um, the staff party. So they have two brew pubs. Um, so everyone there, everyone from the warehouse, everyone from, you know, the nice. brewing team, we all get together and it'll be a Tuesday night at the Brace Bridge uh uh, brew pub and uh, yeah, we'll have it close to the public. That's just for uh, that's just, just for yeah. that's just for that's just for staff. So uh, I'm sure it'll be fun. It'll be good to see everybody and get to go down uh, this time of year when the leaves are changing. It'll it'll be really nice. It's gorgeous. So I'm hoping the... that it's warm enough that we can use like because it's uh, on the water. Yeah, you know, there's pool, hot tub, beach. So. Maybe not beach. Maybe not beach, 
the hot tub. Would be hot right. tub and if it's a heated pool. Sure. If you, I mean, it's going to be 25 on Sunday. Yeah, I even think. over the weekend here, we just had uh, another 24. Like a pool would have been fine, right? Yes. Like it's, yes. It's, uh, so it's kind of cool in August and September's heated up again. So yeah. I, uh, so yeah, it'll be it'll be great to see everybody. Um, it's been a while, I guess, since June. So we usually go down a few times a year. So it's nice. Right. Um, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, I just say I'm the farthest, right? So yeah, yeah. I have a Well, we've far- talked about this. Like, your territory here is massive, right? It like, you're, you're Kingston, you're up to, like, Algonquin Park, basically, and then everything back this way. Is that about but right? I have, yeah, yeah. I, but I have the second biggest territory, and I still want to do the mileage on that, but uh, uh, southwestern Ontario, because uh, he does go up to Owen Sound. So he does have a... He does have a bigger territory, technically, yeah. but I would like to, I don't know. I still There's think There's a like, lot, yeah. Like, <laughs> well, I go to Cornwall, Hawkesbury, Kingston, and just outside, so I almost go to Napanee. Yeah. Um, that's kind of where the cutoff is, and I go to Whitney, so just before Algonquin Park, yep. and I go to Petawawa. <laughs> and, but I spend most of my time here, so don't think sure. I drive to all these no, places No, I understand, <laughs> but it's still, it's a huge territory it to is. keep people happy, right? It is, it's, it is, but it's a four and a half, to, so I have the longest drive. Um, but I'll just stop at my customers on the way up on Monday, and I think everything's kicking off at two. Do so. it on the way up and not on the way back when you might have a bit yeah, of a headache. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll be tired. and yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah, it'll be um, – and we still do stuff on Wednesday anyway, so the time I get anywhere, sure. I'll just be like, no, it's time to go home. Get me some rock stars and I'll make it. <laughs> it is that time of year ago. I mentioned Andy Nita, the Nita Beer Company, just a second ago. They are having their second annual Nita Beer Oktoberfest, Saturday, September 23rd, over at the brewery. Tons of details at needabeer.com. That's where you'll go to get your tickets. The link for that will be in the show notes as well, if you want to check it out there, either at tallcanaudio.com or in whatever app you're listening to us on right now. But it's got everything you want. It's got the music. It's got the sausage and the schnitzel. It's got the beer. A couple of beers included in your ticket price. There's a Steinhold contest. There's a keg-throwing contest. This is a lot of fun. It's going to be a great party uh, at the brewery on September 23rd. You can get all the details at needabeer.com or just check out those links in the show notes. I want to ask you about some sports stuff. We always do. Oh, yes. But um, before we get into, you know, some NFL and, and the Jays and, uh, you know, hockey about to fire up, I'm just curious because I've, I've become sort of hooked on all the news coming around about this new professional women's hockey league. It's and uh, just today... They had their draft. It was really slick. Like it looked big league, which was my only fear going into it. Like, don't make this look minor league kind of whatever. Like it was done. Beautiful graphics, great panel, right? Like a really good sound. Like everything about it just went off without a hitch. And it was so much fun to see all these women who have played essentially for nothing. Like if you don't make the national team, you, you'll be an unknown in women's hockey, right? There's no big center stage pro league to play in until now. And I, I'll be honest with you, I was surprised that Ottawa was one of the original teams we often hear get overlooked just a little bit, right? Between Toronto and Montreal and you've got New York and Boston. But I was excited because now it's here. It's in my backyard. And while there is zero chance that I will ever abandon the Leafs for the Senators. Oh. I will absolutely jump on board with the Ottawa women's team that's here starting from scratch. Because there's no. Nobody... Gotta start somewhere. Yeah, there's we no. Gotta start somewhere th- until we bring you over to the good side. That's here. not happening. That will never happen. <laughs> never I, happen. I just, but yeah, yeah, it's 
there's no one to abandon. Like, I, I don't have a favorite Toronto women's team because that league folded a couple of years ago, right? So I can get up and run in here in Ottawa and, and support. It's been so much fun. I'm curious, you're out, you're, you're talking to people. I know you're a big sports fan. Like, are you as fired up about this? Are you hearing this? Are you feeling the same buzz? Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. And I'm glad that it was, um, it was done appropriately because it felt big time. Yeah, yeah, because women's sports for the longest time it's always taken oh nobody watches them. It's always taken a second tier to men's sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just look at the um the the Canadian soccer how yep. they paid the men more but yep. the women were winning everything. Yes. And I'm like, uh, something doesn't make <laughs> doesn't sense quite here. add up. And they're selling out um, you know, when the women's hockey national team is here they sell yeah, they out. tour around they were barnstorming and they, they got great crowds but, and but then it was soccer, gone next week right then yeah and women's is, soccer yep. went any, anywhere in canada it sold out 100 um so yeah i fired up and it's it this hits a little bit close to home so um my niece is uh she just turned 17 okay and she has moved to toronto and she has to drive to Toronto. So she played for P and Wildcats. So kind of like the OHL yep. for women. Yep. Uh, she's gone to Etobicoke because A, it's no offense, P and Wildcats. Um, <laughs> but Etobicoke is a better team. It's in Toronto. More scouts will see her. Yep. Um, she's over six feet. Uh, I think she has size 12 feet. Like she's oh my just goodness. a monster. Yeah. Like, what, what position? Uh, she plays defense. See, that's uh, going to be tough to get around. You got that long reach, that long stick, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And she's fast, and she can skate too. She's actually on the lacrosse team uh, that uh, went to the Canadian uh, Winter Games. Oh wow! For the first time, they had women's lacrosse, and Team Ontario won gold. So she's a multi multi sport. Nice. Um, anyway, so she's down in Toronto. She has uh, she's playing with Etobicoke, and she's also gone. To, sorry, she has uh, received a scholarship uh, to go to Northeastern in Boston. It's a good school. Yeah, so all her education is paid for. Her dream is to be on the women's national team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she's has already scouts. Um, she had scouts for college, but they had to wait until she turned 16 to talk to her. Right. And they couldn't even talk to the parents, so they could talk to the coach, and the coach could talk to – like, it's, <laughs> it's a big thing because they don't want um, – they're, they're still growing, right? Yep. Like you don't want to get them overwhelmed. 100%. Uh, but this is her dream. But now that there is a women's team, when she goes to college, she might be able to play on the one in Boston mm-hmm. or she might be able to play on this one after. Sure, get signed to Ottawa, Montreal. Like, yeah, there's well, anywhere. A, there's somewhere to go and get paid to do this, right? Yeah. As opposed to if you make the national team and you're an Olympian, there's a stipend, right? Like they yeah. support you a little bit, but... This is now a pro league where everybody, yeah, gives you something to strive for. Even while you're like someone like your niece, when they come out of university, and you know maybe you've you're on the radar of the national team, but if you haven't quite made it yet, no, there's somewhere that's going to be on TV and that's going to be paying you and it's going to be treating you well that you can go and and develop that little bit extra if you have to, right? And and for all those people who won't be on the national team, this is still a, a paying gig. It's a real like we think about it. In the NHL, what, like two, three guys at most from each NHL team go to the Olympics each time because, you know, there's only so many spots and all these, all those other guys still have jobs, right? They're paid to play hockey the rest of the year. Finally, the women's game has been given that exact same scenario where you go and you post up and you have a gig and you're playing for Minnesota, you're playing for New York, whatever it is. 
And even if you don't make the national team, uh, making a living playing hockey. And it's th- a good living. Well, yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, all the women before who were pushing for this, yes. you know, I am sad for them that they didn't have the opportunity, but they paved the way for everybody else. 100%. On the broadcast today was Cheryl Pounder, who has built a nice name for herself on TSN, both She's covering great. the Sens and the Leafs. She is fantastic. Oh. Um, and Shannon Zabados, who's coming up. Uh, on the broadcast side after a great career as a goalie for Team Canada. And both of them were pretty emotional today. Like, not over the top, not whatever. But, like, I wish this had been a thing for me, but I'm so happy it's here for these people now, right? Like, it it, it was an interesting balance for them to try to strike, and they're, they're professionals. They did their jobs and analyzed all these players. But at the very beginning, when they were asked, what does this mean to you? What does this mean for women's hockey? You could see both of them very emotional. And I should mention, too, Haley Salvian, was fantastic on the panel as well, writes for The Athletic, but doesn't have the same player background. Yeah. But for somebody like Zabados, somebody like Pounder, who's done the work while no one was looking except for that one week every four years, um, to now see that this next generation is going to have a spotlight, it clearly was emotional for them. And, and just think about how much better not only Canadian and American players are going to get, but... Yep. The ones yeah, there was Czechs Europe. drafted today. There was Swiss drafted today. Like it was. So it's only going to help their programs. 100%. Like it's going to be amazing. And I just think back. I mean, I'm uh, a little bit older than you, um, but growing up, I uh, I played ringette because girls yeah. didn't play hockey, right. and it was, you know, I had some friends who played on you know my brother's team, and they'd have to change in a separate yeah, change room you're not or a really stock part room. Of the team. You know, which I, I understand, but there was nowhere else and they didn't want to play or yet. And, you know, it's just how much or how far everyone had to go to get women's hockey to for kids to play it. So they weren't separated out. Yeah. Well, you're a girl, so you have to play or yet and a boys play hockey. Well, right. No, they can play both. Right. I can tell you my niece is probably a lot better than a lot of 17 year old males. So. No doubt. Right. So and I'm not taking anything away. Obviously, there's amazing male hockey players of course but, but i just think it's it's a great step and it's only going to help the game like i would go i would go see them i earlier today like I laid go- down my deposit for they oh. said to get uh you can't buy tickets yet but they there was oh. a a pre-sale that's like nice. if you lay down your deposit you'll be first in line when the tickets are available so and look at you putting your deposit down of course, man. I love i'm it. excited i'm yeah. i can't wait for this i'm so fired up i thought I don't know where I read this. I was obviously wrong. I thought when <laughs> each team made their pick today in the first round, they would also unveil their name. Like what the, because we, we still don't know if it's the Ottawa what, right? I, we don't, yeah. the, the teams don't have a name or a logo yet. I thought that was going to be part of the draft today. It wasn't. Um, but I'm fired up about this. I, I, I'm looking forward to getting it going. So yeah, as soon as they said uh, that you can put down your money to be first in line for for tickets. I was like, I'm in, right? Like, let's do it. So good for you. It's See, gonna be great. It, uh, I think it, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, you know, like you- I really want to. I want to take my niece. I want to. She's only she doesn't really care about hockey, but every now and then, she knows Uncle Matt's watching, and she comes and sits down. And so, if there's a women's game on, it just happens to be World Championships or Olympics or whatever. Flip it to that instead, and make sure. Yeah, no, like. 
girls do this too, right? It's uh, so when you take her though, she will see that she can become that, and sure. that's the that's that's the great thing about this. It's and it's not even important to me. You're so right about that. The, the whole the phrase has always been: if you can see it, you can be it, right? Like you have to put it out in front of people for people to know that they should aspire to that. It's not that important to me that she wants to play hockey. It's just important to me that she sees another avenue where women are succeeding, right? Like there's women doctors and politicians and scientists and whatever, but there's also women's hockey players and and women in all kinds of sports that are succeeding right now. Like I just want her to see it just once, right? Like even if she doesn't become a hardcore fan, um, which she won't because no, she's just not that. But, she but, can, but maybe I just she want will. her to see it. I just want her to, if Uncle Matt's going to take her to a hockey game instead of taking her to see the Leafs, let's go see the Women's League. Like, which why is, not? Which is way better. It might, it might be, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Leafs haven't won shit yet. This new Ottawa team might be great. We don't know. So. <laughs> um, yeah, but then you look after like amazing women performances like in tennis mm-hmm. and or after the Olympics, you will see a rise, especially for uh, girls, when they see a woman compete, win. Yes. Uh, you'll see that sport take off. And so if you and look at it. has women, to be somewhere for it to take off, right? Yes, like, and that's what they were saying. Everyone right? gets so excited. Those women's Canada-USA gold medal games in the Olympics are watched by like half the country, even in the middle of the night. People oh, yeah. are so fired up. And then you turn around a week later and go, okay. Where do I get more of that? Well, you can't for four years. Yeah, exactly. That's stupid. Yeah. No, here's a league. It's in your city next Saturday. Let's go. Yeah. No, I'm I'm super excited. Thank you for asking me that question. Because it does. Like, I have goosebumps talking because I'm so excited that my niece, Tristan, will have just the same opportunity. to shoot for. Another place to play. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, and the same opportunities that her brother will have, right? Mm -hmm. He's at an academy right now. Um, Man, but what's in the water? I, you're... I know, I know. <laughs> Sounds like a talented family. <laughs> yeah. I can't say that because my brother will take it to his head. It's okay. not because of my brother. No, I'm just kidding. It's my sister-in-law. Um, no, yeah. So just a, it's just a great, uh, great thing. Huge step forward. Oh, yeah. I yeah. was happy today to see how well it ran and just it looked big time. It looked big league and that's what it deserved and they did a great job with it. So Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I do want to ask you a little bit about NHL camps opening up and the Blue Jays coming down the stretch. The NFL season is open. I know you're into all of that, but we do have one more beer that uh, that I set off the top. I was going to save for the end, and because uh, it's 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 a little closer to my favorite style, and yes. you have brought that for me. What is the last one we got going on here? It's called Moonstruck, so it's a dark lager, so caramel, chocolate, toffee. Notes. Did you say moose tracks? Moonstruck. <laughs> Moonstruck. Okay. Moonstruck. Because I think of, I, I must have misheard you. Moonstruck to me is chocolate ice cream with little Reese cups in yes, it. Yes. Yes. Delicious. That. Love that too. Do you bring any of that? No. <laughs> okay. Maybe next time. Okay. Now that I know, I'll put on my list of things to bring. <laughs> or when you're up at the uh, at the the company retreat there and actually talk to the brewer, see what he's got going on, something, <laughs> a little flavor to it. That's like that. So this is Moonstruck. Moonstruck. So yeah, like I said, caramel, chocolate, toffee notes, uh, really really good. So honestly, when this one came out, I swear to God, I thought of you. I'm like, nice. I have to tag because I know that you like dark lagers. Yes. Um, and it's it's good. So um, 
We have Christmas packs. I think I, I gave yeah, you, you did. one with the socks. It's socks in it. Yeah, that was awesome. So there's two mystery beers. So one was um, Vienna Lager, um, which is the one that won. Yes. This is the same. We just put more chocolate uh, into it okay. um, just to make it darker. Uh, the Vienna Lager was amazing, and this is just as That good. must have been. So I don't know if you would have caught this, whether it was last week or the last time he was in. Lever Sage was on the show. And somewhere in the very back of the fridge, one of those mystery beers from Lake of Bays had sort of slipped in the back. And it was bugging him. He's going through my fridge, and he's like, well, maybe I could have this. He's like, but I got to know what's in this one. I, I don't. <laughs> and I I thought I had put it all away. Like, not put it. Like, I thought I had drank it all. You, right? you like, put it, it all away. I had put it away <laughs> the way it was supposed to be put away. <laughs> yeah. But for whatever reason, one got pushed to the back of the fridge. And it stuck with him, and it stuck with him. And so we had uh, whatever we had first, and then the second time, you know, we took a break, and he goes out to the fridge. He's like, I'm having it. Like, I got to know it. And I think it was the Vienna Lager, yeah. I think is what he was. <laughs> <laughs> so exact same. We just added more chocolate just to make it a little bit darker. Okay. Yeah. So what do you think? Uh, on first pull, you definitely get some of that kind of chocolate, whatever you would uh, want to classify it as. Um, it It tastes... You know I love a stout, and I know this isn't a stout. This is dark. This tastes like a stout. Like yeah. this is, it has that upfront kind of chocolate flavor to it that that I love. And it's not, I don't know how, I, I'm bad at, uh, this is why I don't take the uh, the Prudhomme, Prudhomme <laughs> course. I, I'll give you the book and then you can read through that it. That would be you great because I say all the time on this show, I'm an enthusiast. I'm not an expert. Yes. I don't know anything. I just know I like this stuff. <laughs> so um, this this tastes like a stout to me up front. And I, I kind of like that, right? Obviously. Um, but I've had other dark loggers as well that, that can bring that a little bit. And, and this is right up front, man. It's, it's got something to it. I'm, I'm so happy you thought of me first when this came out. I did because when and we first started it. chatting, we were talking about Storm Chaser. Yes. So a black IPA. Yes, so kind of in the fantastic. same family. Again, when you're talking to the brewmaster, bring that back around. Okay. Like, let's, <laughs> let's get going. I'll see if there's some in the back. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah. So, when we first started talking, you're like, anybody who makes Storm Chaser can come on the show. That's I'm right. Like, Perfect. <laughs> and then this is kind of, it's different, obviously, an IPA to a lager, but yep. kind of the same dark, and I, I knew you'd like it. So. I very much like it. Um, I call it my dessert beer. This is what yeah. I have uh, after dinner. Like, this is a good, like, lounging outside by a fire after yep. a big dinner, and you just <laughs> sip on this, and you kind of get your little treat. Is it in the LCBO now, too? Is it a seasonal? What's the story on this one? Yes, it's in the LCBO. It went live last Thursday. Okay. Um, so Very really new. not in LCBOs. It'll be arriving this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's another three-month seasonal, so it'll be until so about... to stock up on this before it disappears. <laughs> yes. A lot like the Storm Chaser, yeah. which, again... That padlocked secret fridge. There was always a couple of storm, storm chasers just tucked in the way. Like, no, get out of there. <laughs> I'll make sure to keep some for I you. appreciate that. <laughs> uh, what is, I don't know, what's front of mind for you right now? Is NFL number one for you while hockey's not quite back yet? Are you more focused on the Blue Jays? Like, what's got your attention right now? Um, Hockey's kind of last, um, okay. just because it is coming out. It's very exciting about Jake Sanderson, mm-hmm. obviously my Bobcock. We all knew that was going to happen wasn't before. Go well, yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh, we all so obviously paying attention to it. But I think baseball top of mind because on both sides it, they're exciting races for the wild card. Yes. So, and then you're like, oh. I'm scoreboard watching. I'm like, what do the other ones do? And thank God they had a good weekend and everybody else didn't. 
it was wild, right? That Texas series, they didn't show up at all. They got smashed for four games last week. And you're just like, that's it. That's the year. That's and they're not mathematically eliminated, but you're just like, if you can't show up for one game in this thing, you don't have a chance. They go on and they sweep Boston and two of the other teams you're chasing get swept at the same time. This weekend couldn't have gone any better after a week that couldn't have gone any worse. And suddenly you're like, oh shit, we're back in a playoff spot. They're in the like, second wild card it's spot. Wild. Like, it, it is so weird to see them. They play uh, Texas play Cleveland on the weekend. Yes. And I'm like, where was that? Like, they got swept. They got. Wasn't the, one of the scores like four? Like it was an enormous score. When Texas beat Toronto? No, oh, uh, Cleveland beat. Oh yeah, I, like, I think it was on Sunday. They just yeah. beat the crap out of them, ten one or something. And I'm like, how? How? Yeah, Cleveland's this team just terrible. came in and smashed us. Cleveland's awful. Texas suddenly goes down there, looks brutal. <laughs> I know, and I'm like, how can we not even get one game? Right. Like. But I'm like, for sure, you have to remember, Texas is going to play hard against the Blue Jays. So yeah, I'm yeah. like, I didn't think they were going to sweep them, but no. I thought they would split. And I was like, oh, nope, nope, <laughs> no, 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 no. It no. was. So I was like, it's over. Blah, it blah, was blah. over. And then, and then now it's not. <laughs> now it's not. Now I'm like, oh, they're in the second wild card <laughs> yes. spot. Um, the only thing that was going to save them is the all the ALS teams just like they're playing the ALS teams each other yes. yeah so they're going to beat up on each other and that's their only saving yeah place. so it's Houston and Se- no it's you, Texas and Seattle who are playing each other seven times here yeah. down the stretch yeah or something anyway yeah. they're all but we still have the Yankees we still have the Rays right so. no, no it's hardly a given for the Blue Jays but like in theory Neither one, if one of the, like, let's say Texas was to beat Seattle, like go five and two against Seattle. Yeah. Texas probably passes you, but Seattle's dead and buried. So that helps you. Yes. Or they kind of go even four and three. Well, nobody got hot. And so they both managed to stay behind you, right? Like no matter how this plays out, you're in good shape unless you don't play well, right? Like as long as the Jays go like just decent kind of down the stretch here, just over 500, they should be fine. But I'm done guessing how this is going to play out because I never would have guessed that they were going to get swept by Texas. And coming out of that, I never would have guessed they were going to sweep Boston. So I don't know. It's just been a wild season. I guess you just have to watch. But like it's it's unreal how they can flip the switch. Their hitting is still terrible, and mm-hmm. I still don't know. Their only reason they're in this is because of their pitching. Yep. Their pitching has been fantastic yep. from the starters to the bullpen. Yep. I mean, they have their off days, whatever. Sure, it happens. Yeah. Uh, no hitting. Like, there's no hitting. No. Like, I, I, well, even over this weekend when they swept Boston, it was by the skin on their... Yeah. What was it, 13 innings on yeah. Saturday? Even Sunday, it was a walk Sunday off. was, yeah, they blew a what, 3-2 lead in the top of the ninth, only to... One strike to go, and that strike went out. So uh, I was like, oh, yeah, man. Two, two out, two strikes, yeah. and you let Devers homer <laughs> again. You're like, what the hell? Yeah. Uh, uh, go ahead. No, no, I was just saying, and then they walk it off, and then I'm like, what? But we're, everyone is having a bad year, except for our the savior, David Schneider. Um, I don't know where he came from, but again, they wouldn't be anywhere gorgeous stash, glorious Uh, mustache. That is classic baseball. (laughs) So he was on, was he on Sports Anyway, he was on, and he's like, I think I might shave it off. 
No. And he's, they're like, why? And he's like, because I don't like to be recognized. And now everywhere. Ah, okay. I'm like, they have T-shirts now, which I totally want to get. <laughs> I don't know. It, apparently his sister made them. Really? Yeah, when he was playing in Buffalo for the for. For the, the players, yeah, okay. for the bison. So a few of them um, have them. Obviously, they've just come up from the bison. So there's there's a few of them, and it's yes, the MLB right. logo, but it has a stash on it, <laughs> and uh, I love it. Uh, but then I think I think fans have just made their own. Like it's sure. crazy, and then you'll see them now. There's stashes and glasses everywhere. I think it's awesome. He's a great story. Like, and again, he's been phenomenal well because it's not hard to do now right like my mom has and i forget what it's called are they like, like a, scree- a, a uh, cricket i think is the thing where you yeah you just you can put whatever logo you yes. want or picture you want on a yeah. t-shirt yeah. and once you have that like yes it's a gross copyright infringement of to use the mlb logo but then you throw the mustache or the glasses on it or whatever well it's <laughs> not the mlb logo but it, it's it's looks kind it's of close like, enough. It's close it's, enough, but it's far enough that you it's can't far get enough sued. That you can't, yeah, they're not going to get sued. Um, but yeah, there's no hitting. Like everyone's having an off year, or not doing well, or struggling yeah. at the same time, and not like at uh, separate times than everybody else. But like Kevin Biggio has been amazing yep. the last six weeks. He's getting more playing time, right? He's sure, more playing time with Chapman out. I mean, Chapman's back now, but but still um, bad. Like, I, I would still, I think at this point, and I can't believe, I, at the beginning of the year, you never would have convinced me that I'd be saying this. I'd play Biggio over Chapman at this point, like, uh, the way they're playing. And I yes. think they're facing three righties this week against the Yankees. Well, then I'm putting lefty Biggio in there every day, and, and we'll just see what happens. So. Well, and I would do that, too. And then, you know, bring Chapman in for uh, the defense, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in the end part. But, um, yeah, you just honestly throw in who's ever... The, the lot is right. If you're hitting, you're playing, and that's literally what they have to do now. Yeah, because because no one's hitting. No, I do think they're going to make it. I am hoping because I would like to go see a playoff game. Yeah, oh, but uh, well, now that my niece lives down there, there you go. Place to crash. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm hoping. Cause it's too go. expensive for hotel rooms. It's not uh, cheap. No, <laughs> I am like, curious. I'll sleep in the back of my car. Yeah. You've seen what do you say? Ten MLB parks. Yeah, nine or ten. Is is Tampa one of them? Yes. <laughs> so it, by all accounts, and even just watching on TV, it's a shithole, right? It's it's yeah. it seems like when the Rays game is over, they might be having a boat show in there. It's a convention center with seats around it. That's what it looks like. It is. They just announced today they're getting ready to build a brand new park. Finally got approval. This has been the thing for a while. If you remember a couple of years ago, they talked about maybe we'll play half the season in Montreal. Maybe we'll move all these sorts of things. Um, they just announced that they're going to build a new 30,000-seat park in downtown uh, St. Petersburg. And I guess you'd be able to explain this better than I would, but to get to the current park, not only when you get there is it shit, it's hard to get there. It's on like this peninsula. You have to come across bridges during rush hour to arrive at this thing. And they're going to build now this uh, this nicer 30,000-seat park. Honestly, I was surprised to see it because this has been a disaster for baseball, just in terms of attendance and everything that's gone on there. Um, the team is always at least good and often very good, but just no one wants to watch it. I, I, I'm curious to see whether moving them, you know, to a nicer part of the city that's a little easier to get to and a nicer, you know, ballpark vibe will change their fates a little, I wonder. 
Yeah, I wonder too, but Miami doesn't have, Miami has a decent stadium mm-hmm. and they don't get very many people. They don't either. go either, no. Yeah, so it'll well, be They often stink. Like they haven't yeah. been given much reason to go. Yeah, fair, fair yeah. point. Um, so when I was there, it was $2 hot dogs or dollar hot dog and $2 beers or whatever it was. And I'm like, if you they can't They steal get- our loony dogs? Yes, yes. Well, this is a long time ago, yeah, so yeah. maybe we stole, we stole their loony dogs. <laughs> but there might have been five thousand people there. Right, might have been. Right. Now it was a Tuesday, but still, yeah, they were good. Yeah. I mean, they were. They're always team. good. Yeah. I mean, but when you had a pop fly, I mean, they made the ceiling white, which is stupid. <laughs> yes. Um. So yeah, it's interesting. I still don't know if there's too much baseball in Florida that yeah it won't. It won't work the way it would work in other parts. And they're they're having a smaller stadium, so 30,000 is small for MLB Park. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just like it's so goddamn hot through the summer that you can't be outdoors. But it kind of sucks being indoors in Florida. Like, I, it, I'd like to be down, whether it be at the water or, or whatever. Like, it's hard to attract people in the middle of the summer to come and... And, and watch baseball just because there's no real way to win, right? Like, in terms of what type of building do you want to have here? Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. But, yeah, there's just – there's so much ball, right? All spring training between there and yep. Arizona. Um, they have the Fall League. Um, they have their own, you know, single-A, double-A yeah. teams there. Yeah, it'll just be – it'll be very interesting if that does – now – it will at first because everyone will be like, oh, new stadium. Right. Um, so the season tickets and stuff like that. But, yeah, I, I hope that they do. Um, you know, I would like to see, see a team in Montreal. I would have preferred to see them fold and move to Montreal. <laughs> yeah, if you do. <laughs> Selfishly, I don't care about but, Florida baseball. <laughs> but if they are going to stay there, like, I hope people go out. I mean, yeah. like, how can you have arguably – Besides the Orioles, but really the best team for the last like three or four years, and oh, even longer than that. Yeah, like, they're consistently and then with no you money, get five, you get ten thousand people or yeah. five thousand people. Yeah. Like if the Jays got that, like on in, even in their bad days, they'd still get like twenty thousand people. Yeah. And yeah. it's just a, like I'm telling you, the stadium is empty. I have pictures still, and I can <laughs> bring them up. Like there's no one there. No, I believe you. I have no trouble believing that. Um, <laughs> Well, let's talk quickly or move on to the uh, the NFL. I I just found out before we fired up the mics. I did not know you were a Patriots fan. I... There are entirely too many of you people on this show. <laughs> um, Maddie Lang on this show is a Patriots uh... fan. Michaela Schreider is a Patriots fan. Like this is this is getting problematic for me. But they're off to an zero two start. This is not the Patriots that that New England fans have been used to for a long time. And how could it be with the amount of talent that's moved on and there's always a bill to pay. When you're that good for that long, at some point it comes back around. Um, but is it going to be this bad all year? What do you expect out of the Patriots this year? Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. They just they lost their defense was so good, and that's what kept them even after Brady left. Like yeah. they were still decent, very well coached, still. very well coached. But then the McCurdy twins retire. You know, they just, they've lost a lot of that defense. So, mm-hmm. I mean, the last two games, they could have easily won. It was like inches. Yeah. Like the first. No, they hardly got week, week crushed. One, like they yeah. Not, no. You know, I didn't put his foot down, two feet down before he went out. And yep. yesterday, I mean, they tried to push that guy over and, you know, <laughs> and it, it, he, was, he was short. So they haven't lost by much. And you know that Belichick is just mm-hmm. going to. 
he's going to pull out something. I don't know what it is, but he is uh, – we don't give him enough credit. Well, we do. But, like, he'll definitely... Um... <laughs> I'm not giving him any. Yet. Yeah. No, I know. Everyone needs the Patriots because they're yep. so good. Like, come on. Because they were so good. Not because they are so good. <laughs> and I, I just... Uh, funny story. But sure. P- I became a Patriots fan not because of Tom Brady, mm-hmm. for everyone who wants to say that to me, because I get that a lot. <laughs> and I'm like, I walked into... Local heroes back in the day when I was on Bake Street, and my friend, because she thought it was a good place to meet guys, which is true. I think we're <laughs> the only two girls in there. And she's like, Well, I need to cheer for the blue team. And I'm like, I'll cheer for the white team. <laughs> white team just happened to be the Patriots. That's right. how it became. I didn't know anything about really about football. Didn't give it any more thought than that. Just no, and then it, I'm, I'm like, in. Well, I guess I'm a Patriot. And yeah. Uh, yeah, they won. And then they kept winning. And I'm like, Of course. And I love people like, Oh, do you like the Patriots because Tom Brady's cute? I'm like, Do you like your team because the quarterback's cute? <laughs> <laughs> no, why would you say that? I'm like, why are you saying it to me? Um, so 20, 23 years I've been a yeah. Patriots fan. So. so the very early days of them becoming good, right? Like 2000, yeah. 2001, something like that, right? Uh, yeah, so that's the year Tom Brady went in yeah. and won the Super Bowl. Right. So, um, yeah, so it'll be interesting. There's, you know, so many stories. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, now they say he might Well, this is this it. Year. When you start talking about what kind of year the Patriots are going to have, suddenly the Jets are out of the way, right? Like, if you thought that Aaron Rodgers was going to help them, you know, compete for a division title, that's... Zach Wilson's not going to help them compete for no, a title. No. Um, it opens not up that again I, fast. I wish ill will on anybody, but I... I'm not a big Aaron Rodgers no, fan. Nobody Now, is. I don't wish he was injured. No, nobody wants to see anybody get hurt. No, and I will say that with honesty. Yeah. But um, I'm not sad. No. <laughs> it's that's, not bad. That's, no, bad. that's totally fair. I'm not that's... sad. Like, I, you know, I wish he just retired. Because well, I said I this just... on the show, too, right? Or on my Twitter. I don't even remember now. I say a lot of stupid shit. <laughs> talking, talking about Mike Babcock. Like... Do I think this story was complicated? Yes. Do I feel bad for Mike Babcock? No. <laughs> like no. You, you earned this, right? So that's sort of the way it is with Aaron Rodgers, too, is people don't like that guy. And no. so I didn't want to see him get hurt. No. But at the same time, I am i don't feel particularly sorry for him. <laughs> no. I mean, he still gets his money. Like, yeah, yeah. Cares. He, he just said and that's it. be a conspiracy theorist all summer. Hang out in his dark retreat and <laughs> do whatever he's doing. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but otherwise, it's been a very interesting. Like, you know, Kansas City lost their first game uh, to the Jets. Yeah. Uh, and that was crazy. And it, it just was. seems like there's always, like, these little things where you're like, I can't believe that happened. I don't know. <laughs> oh, well, that's a, like. It's been a fascinating first two weeks just yeah. in terms of, of results. And everyone's like jumping on the bandwagon or jumping off right now. 100%. And I'm like, it's that's what we It's overreaction in. Sunday, right? This early yes. in the season. It's, it's uh, everyone. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Yep. Patriots fans, everything's okay. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Okay, stop. <laughs> it's going to take a few years. I mean, when you don't get first round picks for that's almost it. 20 years, like, yeah. what are you going to do? It's like, going to take some time to rebuild what. Uh, what New England fans had there for for quite a while. Yeah. And I guess the last thing I should ask you about before we, we wrap this up, it is opening week for NHL training camps. The Sens will uh, will get on ice together later this week. You mentioned earlier on being happy with the uh, the extension for Jake Sanderson. He's my favorite player. I he, swear to God. Really? Okay. <laughs> well, I just see he, he's become it. Like, he's not. Yeah. But like, well, he's uh, very good, clearly. And they're uh, betting on him to be great. Oh, yeah. yeah. And just like his... 
his maturity and he was always in the right place at the right time. I'm like, was this your first year? Like, right. you sound like, like you feel like you're he a did veteran. look more poised than a normal rookie defenseman. Oh, 100%. So, like, their defense, and this is what they needed help with, right? Like, 100%. they have the firepower. They just needed to keep pucks out of the net. Yes. And that was their big problem. Well, and we'll see now, right, like what Corpusalo can do as the new normal. Uh, new normal. Why did I do that twice? New number one. And I think he'll be fine. And I it, maybe it turns out to be more of a tandem with Anton Forsberg. But I think the goaltending will be fine. I, I'm concerned about the bottom six up front, right? The depth, at four, especially like at some point here, you got to get Shane Pinto signed and brought back in here because that guy is a key cog. I think, I think there's a chance, and I have pushed back against this hard for a while, saying Sens fans were getting way too excited, way too fast about this team being a playoff team. I think with Shane Pinto they would be right there. They will be pushing on that door at the very end of the season and might be able to get this done. But without him, I I think it's just a totally different team, right? You, you don't have any center in that bottom six that's going to put up any sort of scoring ability. His two-way game is fantastic. You have to figure it out. If it means trading Matthew Joseph or even maybe an Eric Brandstrom or something, you have to make room to get Shane Pinto here for camp. Oh, 100%. And so, you know, now you've got the defense is pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could still make it some money. But you can always, every team always needs an upgrade. There's a lot of talent there. I'm not sure how it yet fits together, but there's a ton of talent there. Yeah, where there hasn't been before. It was that's like right. Thomas Shabbat, and that's it. That's it, yep. Yeah, okay. Well, he can't play. I mean, he was playing half He was playing game. 30 minutes. He can't yeah, play he, 60. <laughs> yeah, and he shouldn't, you know, you don't want him to play no, 30. No, that's right. Um, and up front looks good, like their first two lines. I mean, yep put them against anyone else's first two lines pretty good um but yeah it's the it's the bottom six it's that you know i always say the third line needs to almost be your most uh, not best line but you're the line Certainly your most you, responsible line your most trusted line right yeah like, exactly yeah. that's the word i was looking for so yeah it took me a minute uh <laughs> thank you for that couple uh, of beers <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> uh, it happens um yeah so it has to be your most stressful line. Like you put them out there and you're like, okay, nothing's going to go wrong. They're, but, you know, you need that line to yeah. do it. They well, just and that's Pinto, it right? He's great in his own end, good on face-offs, good penalty kill. Like yeah. that guy's important, Yeah, especially if you're not sure. And I'm not. Like, I, <laughs> Well, Josh Norris, I, I really yeah. think Josh Norris is very good. Is he going to stay healthy? And if he doesn't stay healthy and you don't have Shane Pinto, now you're really in trouble up the middle. So I think yeah. Pinto is pivotal like that has to get done right away uh injuries i mean it's on every team yep. but i feel like the sun's every year like like four people go down yeah. shouldn't go down no, and you're like wow well, jeez <laughs> they they do seem to get uh, beat around quite yeah. a bit so so how are you maple leafs looking uh they'll be fine <laughs> they're not are great are they gonna make the playoffs yeah i think so <laughs> are they going to do anything in the playoffs no <laughs> I had to be, I, I remember texting with you yeah. last during no, the playoffs. I and I, I I'm pretty what? grumpy during the playoffs. I know, <laughs> I know. And I, I honestly like I congratulated you, I think, after the yep. first round win. Yep. And then I left you alone in the second. Yeah, I because, appreciated that. Yeah, because I knew I knew you were gonna be upset. Yeah. But I really wanted to but that I was like, you know what? He suffers on his own. <laughs> I do. Every every year. Uh, often. So. I don't have to I don't have to add to it. it it's when I look at them, like, I think there's a chance some things will work, but I just, I look at the puzzle, right? 
all the puzzle pieces we have. I think there's some good pieces. I don't understand yet how they're going to fit together. And so the Leafs always, with the, the, the talent they have, especially through the regular season, it's with, unreal. With the, the number the problem, of with the number of power plays you get, the Leafs will always have enough talent oh, yeah. to score and probably make the playoffs fairly comfortably. So then you're sort of waiting to see what do you do with the deadline. Like last year when they went out and got Ryan O'Reilly, I thought that was a great oh, addition. Yeah, it made sense. If you could do something like that again this year, then I would feel very different about this team going into the playoffs. But you're running out of prospects to trade. Like you don't have a lot of picks that you want to keep trading. So. I don't think the Leafs are going to be bad, but I'm far from convinced that they're better than they were last year. So I honestly, it pains me to say this, <laughs> but they are very talented. Mm-hmm. They like, I don't know, I don't know a team that has a top six. Top yeah, three. incredibly so. talented, but just for whatever reason, it just doesn't click when it's time to click. And and I think that's what baffles me even more. Like it kind of gives me joy when they go out. Of course, every I year. get that. Um, but a little it also, Schadenfreude. Yeah, so little. but it also baffles me. Like yep. I'm like I'm happy that you're no longer <laughs> in, but why? Like I do, like it seems like the pieces are there. Yeah, they're just not utilizing them. Are they under pressure or like even when it works? Media. Like last year we went in going, is Samsonov and Murray a good enough goaltending tandem? And it turned out Samsonov was fine as our number yeah. one. He wasn't an all-star. He wasn't, but he was totally reliable. It was, yeah. and you get to the end of the playoffs and you're like, oh shit, we're out again. Like yeah. I, it, at, even the gambles that they seem to take that seem to work out and it doesn't work out. I, it, well, you're like, when you said like they brought in Ryan O'Reilly, I was like, okay, maybe this is unfortunately the piece that they're missing, yep. right? They need some growth. They need some. And then I'm like, no, it didn't work. No, they're no, out again. No. So, <laughs> there they go. But uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah. Uh, I'm ready for hockey. It's that time of year. I'm, I'm fired up. I'm ready for, for these preseason games where you get like one line of guys that you recognize and then three lines of minor league players oh, yeah. <laughs> in the preseason games. So. Yeah, I think, I think you guys said it on the Monday show, like October, September, October is really good. Uh, I mean, it's sad that we're getting colder. Yeah. So I like the April, May the because, window. Yeah. yeah, because I know that summer is coming. Yeah. So I like this part for right now, um, sure. but I don't like the cold that's coming. So I'm and it's I'm coming. Torn. Yeah, I know it'll be snowing before we know it. But let's not talk about that. It's gonna no. be 24 degrees this weekend. So. Sweet. Uh, you'll need to make sure while you're enjoying this 24 degree weekend that you got some Lake of Bay's pints in front of you. These all three of them uh, were winners, and and you've heard me on this show before. If something isn't a winner, I'll I'll say so. Yep, yep. But all of these I have uh, enjoyed quite a bit. Uh, run it down for us once more. What's in the LCBO? What's coming up around Lake of Bays? Where can people uh, where can people get what they're looking for here? All right. So we have uh, the three that we uh, sampled today. So Pumpkin, Downtime, Moonstruck. Um, we always have our cores in there. So Off the Grid, um, New England IPA or Starboard. Uh, look for those around. And then just, uh, you know, a shout out to some of our licensees, you know, Publico 1014 which are uh, run by good friends of mine, Randy and Rod. Nice. Uh, they've been customers almost since day one, so uh, at both their locations. So uh, really good uh, in Westboro, Hintonburg area. Um, you know, Greenfields always has us usually on a rotating top mm-hmm. uh, every few weeks or so. And then, uh, yeah, there's just, you know, just kind of try to build, you know, up Barry's Bay, up in Kingston, up kind of at that way. But, uh, yeah. Um, always around. They're always in the LCBL beer store, grocery store. So always, uh, always a pint to be had. And the name's escaping me here. It is in the the gift bag you brought me. The red too. That oh, is Spark a, House. The Spark House is. I've yeah. said to you before. Perhaps the first 
one of the first craft beers I stumbled upon when I was branching out and still a favorite. Like that is, that is one of those ones where when I'm going through grabbing stuff, I'll maybe sample this on the show. Maybe I'll try that and you're not quite sure. And you see the spark house. I'm like, no, I'll grab six of those. Cause I know oh. I'm going to like them. Right. Like those, those, well, that's, those that's go in the what, private fridge, right? Those, <laughs> those go in the key lock. Those, right. Time. You those said I was not, getting a key. Yeah. Right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's why they're in your gift bag. Cause I yes. knew that spark house was one of it's your original beer. favorites. Yes. Yeah. So, um, and our honestly, like our non-alcoholic, which I brought in for Zach, yeah, um, it's growing. It's insane how much grocery stores are going through. And I did a sampling. There's a um, on Bank Street. There's a non-alcoholic store. We did a sampling on the weekend, and hmm. honestly, you can't tell the difference. And it's unreal how good non-alcoholic beers have That's gotten. gotten. Yeah, yeah. Although like, there was a time, it was a bit of a joke. It's not like anymore. Like it's now. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> Yes. Yeah, we have a lager or a pale ale, a New England IPA, which I brought two of each uh, for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're all delicious. Like draw, sober October is coming. I don't it know is. what that means, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's not happening in this studio necessarily. But no, I know a lot no, of people get big into no. that, right? And it, it's cool. And yeah, oh yeah, it's time I, to pump the brakes for some people. That's great. Yeah, I usually do dry January. Um, uh, just up until yeah. uh, Super Bowl, right? Because so, I will, that will not be dry. No, no. <laughs> Who's going to a try Super Bowl party? Uh, not me, Zach. That's about it. We <laughs> oh, love you. Well, there we you love go. you, buddy. But uh, uh, no, I'm not showing up to a dry Super Bowl party. Uh, this has been fun. I'm always glad when you come in. I'm certainly glad today when you came in with uh, with all kinds of stuff to uh, to share. Bunda, if you're listening, we got stuff here for you too. That uh, that Angela's been nice enough to bring. Uh, always appreciate it. Always great when you uh, you drop by. We can talk some beer. We can talk some sports and. And like I said, these three today, for sure, winners. So uh, appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me. I always have a blast every time I come on. It's so much fun. Uh, Obviously, two of my loves, beer and sports. So it's it's a great time. Thanks for having me. We'll wind this one down here. For Angela Thompson, my name is Matt Robinson. Stick around. Make sure you're subscribed to the pod wherever you're hearing us right now. We're going to keep the uh, the good stuff coming. We've got all kinds of great guests coming up for you. Uh, All of them at tallcanaudio.com or wherever you're hearing us right now. Just go back and check out the archives for for great stuff we've already done. All of it over uh, great beers as well. Uh, We'll wrap this up. Catch you all next time. That's it. Not work under these conditions. If anybody wants me, I'll be downstairs at McDougal. Call the weekend guy. I don't care.